Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, and this is the morning ramble. We're at February 2nd, and I woke up. This, I haven't had time for anyone. I've been working. I need to catch up on. I communicated with my sister yesterday regarding my mother, so that was that snapped me back into the reality that family exists, friends exist, people are waiting to communicate with me. And being happy about the communication. So she kind of snapped me back to reality a bit. And in need of something. And my moon is in Capricorn. And if you're in need, I'm your girl. Especially if you're significant or relevant to me. Now, so that snapped me back. So I need to make time and catch up with people that are significant to me like that. So, but yesterday I did, yesterday afternoon I did, I went to Target. Remember last year I was telling y'all about how I love Walgreens. Like, I like going to Walgreens to get their, and when people think of Walgreens, they think of medicine and things like that. I like going over there with their other little items for whatever holiday it is, and the makeup stuff, the decorative stuff that is for decorating and how cute it is. I'll go over and stock on that, up on that stuff in Walgreens. I haven't been to Walgreens in a while. I I didn't go yesterday. I went to Target instead. Target is one of my other walk-in stores that I love. I love Target. Not all of them. It depends on the Target. So I went yesterday. I got a lot of stuff for Valentine's Day. I was only able to get it for four people because I don't know why, but I I decided to make their baskets the same. Or what I'm getting them. I don't know if it's going to be a basket yet. I don't know what I'm going to put it in. But I decided to put this each of the same items as opposed to personalizing it. Because I don't want anyone saying, well, this person got this, that person got that. But I think I'm going to have one special personalized thing in each person's basket. If it's going to be a basket that resonates with them specifically. I'm going to do it like that. And I only got four. It was supposed to be four six people so what i'm gonna do with the other two they won't get they, they're not gonna get this i only got four because this is what happened each of the things that i was getting everybody like they only had four of the items for some reason so i was like okay so this is kind of not perfect but it's kind of perfect because it's the same and it's four as for the other two my mother and my oldest sister, I think I'm going to get them something different in the baskets. In the baskets, if they're going to be baskets, could be for my three daughters. And that other sister that is nine years younger than I am, like that. So that's what I'm going to do. So I got a lot of stuff. I, I went in Target. I was looking for the Valentine's Day stuff. They had the candy in the back of the store. And I'm accustomed to Target when they have whatever the holiday is about. And they're having it in the front of the store. But I guess this is positive that it had it in the back of the store because when you have crowds of people in the front of the store around the holiday items it can kind of people that are coming in they have to maneuver around those people to get to other parts of the store so they had it in the back i didn't know that until after we had walked around there and i was like okay there's the candy and they had a great selection of candy they had a great they had a lot of the conversation hearts a lot of them and the bags of them. So I got those. And I also got the boxes of conversation houses that are small and, and slim and skinny. Maybe what you would send a child to school with when they would do the Valentine's Day and bring candy for their friends and things like that. 
I got a lot of those individuals and they also had a lot of Valentine's Day themed items. I got that. I got a lot of stuff. I had a have a common color that I, I'm gonna have the baskets if it's gonna be baskets in also. I got a, a lot of other themed Valentine's Day things also for me specifically. Got some crafts for me and somebody to do with some shirts with some t-shirts that i'm gonna do some a valentine's day theme on the shirts and i also got some cookies i was trying to decide if i was gonna make cookies or cupcakes for her on valentine's day but instead of making them i was like i i got some already made but you it's like a set of cookies that are already made they're already heart shaped and you decorate they come along with the decorations you can decorate the cookies we're gonna do that like that and so i got a lot of candy and a lot of it. And Brian and Summer, they don't eat candy that much. They really don't eat candy that much. The times that they I give it to them, they they really don't eat it. Some will play with it or throw it around or whatever. Brian really doesn't eat it that much either. But I got a lot of it. I think I got enough where I could put it in the refrigerator and, and even have it next year for thanks for Thanksgiving. For Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day. Or I may give it away. I'm going to pile the baskets with candy also. But I got things that are not candy in the baskets. I got usable things that are cute and girly. That's what I got for the baskets. And I'm going to get more things also. So they're going to be pretty big size. So that's what I did yesterday. Came home and got some work done. Getting this house in order today is what I'm going to do. Now, I woke up. This isn't what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about something else. I woke up this morning and and went to an email from the bank that kind of made me mad like that. And I know how to, I know how to, I don't pretend to not be upset. I, I feel like better out than in, but I don't get upset, upset where I'm throwing a fit like that is when I'm dealing with one-on-one -on -one things. But I do get my point across. You those who have followed the the podcast or the YouTube channel, you know that I could be very sarcastic. And my mood is in Capricorn. That's like the queen of sarcasm. Like that is I can be very sarcastic when I'm getting my point across. And I do it in a mellow monotone tone. And Without raising my voice, without using cuss words, just mellow and monotone, getting my point across very directly where there's no, even though with the sarcasm, it could be room for being lost in translation, but I'm very direct also. So I get across very monotone, very calm, but very sarcastic, what I'm not happy with, happy with. So that's what I had to deal with this morning and handle this morning. <laughs> now I'm over it. I wouldn't have been, if I would have left it in and pretended not to be bothered, I wouldn't be over it. I will be taking it out the whole damn day. But I'm over it because I got my point across and they received it. Now, so, this is what I came across. We are in February, which is Black History Month. Somebody, you know, Black History Month is every day. Every We're making history every day. You know, and, and, and yeah, it's good to, even though Capricorn Moon, we're about the ancestors. Capricorn Moon is related to the ancestors. Capricorn Moon, that's the, that's the matriarch. It's the ancestors, like that. Now, is where, could a moon, Capricorn is a feminine earth sign. And we're talking about the moon. No, that's the mother, the grandmother, the matriarch. Now, it is good to, to value tradition and history is... 
It's good to learn from history and tradition also and take from it what would be of use and not and 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 pay homage to that that would not come forward with you like that. But understand that that was that pet space and time and that's where how it was and what it was then. We could make things differently now. Now it's good to do that, but we always when we look back at history, this is just me talking. Hell, who am I like that? When we look back at history, when we look at history, we can, when we look at history, it's about how far we've come from that point. It's not just about celebrating that, you know, the same people in history every February or in life in general every day, no matter who they are. It's about what, how, when, when we took the baton, where did we take it? And did we make things better? Did we make it worse? Or are they are those in history looking at now what is being now done now is something to be proud of? Or are they rolling over in their graves in, in embarrassment like that? It's like you can do that also with history. Now is are we more coughed, coughed, coughed? Hell, I have a uh, I'm from the south. Coughed in our behavior, mannerism. Are we more? Are we more couture? is the word in our behavior and mannerism or, or, or how are we, or do, do we go backwards? Do we go forward? Cause sometimes we can, when we look back at history, they could have been the epitome of what we should be striving for, or they should be the epitome of what we should be striving to get away from like that and making better. It's like what, cause sometimes humans think that they're progressing, but they're actually digressing like that. It, it, you can with history is not just about well this person did this great thing let's celebrate them it's about sometimes compared to what was done then how are we behaving and acting now and what have we done that coincides with that that will be something for those in history to be proud of us about in general as opposed to us being proud of their accomplishments that goes two ways now so this is what we're going to talk about can we talk about real life things on this channel we don't just keep it in the ethers. That's not what spirituality is about. Spiritual people that are intelligent understand that they're also on earth. The ones that have horrible lives and want to escape earth, they talk about things that that allow them to escape earth and they're not grounded. And when people come across those types of people, they laugh at spirituality because it, it represents itself as something to be laughed at. We're fully grounded. We're fully in the here and now. And we can go in the ever world if we want to and we can come back when we want to and it's our choice like that. Now, so... This is what somebody states. We're in Black History Month. And it was an African-American woman. And I love her question. I love the honesty of it. I love the directness of it. I love her wanting to know this and wanting to hear this. And it is due to what she wants to know and what she wants to hear. So we have no reason to judge her question. What are your honest opinions on black women, she states? This could be sexually or just socially. I'm a black woman, but I don't want you to hold back. And I won't be offended. Now, now the flip side of that is that somebody with evil intent can make this type of question or statement because they will want someone to be open and honest so that they can say, okay, I told you that this is what they talked about like that. So sometimes you have to be careful with the public because my time on YouTube is when I've dealt with the public the most of my life. You have some creature feature features out there like that, better that way. Now, is that are not that are demonic now so we're going to look at this now this person states i'm not going to read all of these these um answers but i'm going to read some of them 
they go from, well, they will be honest and true to the nature. I was going to define what they will be honest and true to the nature of what the person thinks, and she's one that honest and true to the nature answer. So this is what they state. This is what someone states. A guy, his name is Cole. I can see his picture. Now, and they st he states, I've always seen black women as unapproachable. I mean, our women, white women, are always ch chasing your men around wanting them. So what other than money could a white man bring to the table for a black woman? And honestly, a woman that just wants you for your money is a piece of shit. Physically, black women are very exotic. The dark, smooth skin, dark eyes, the texture of your hair, if you have the flat follicles. I don't know what the hell that meant, but okay. Now, a lot of white guys have never even touched a black woman's hair, but we like to. Maybe we'll like it a lot. Maybe we won't. Black women's facial structure is very different from what a lot of white guys are used to. We grew up looking at our mother's face, our siblings and cousins. So when you're a white guy who grew up in a place with few to no black people, it takes some time to get used to and start picking out the features you like and dislike. Every guy's different, but I for one am struck by the black women who have the very slight upturn to the outside of their eyes. It's just so pretty to me. The broader nose was a feature that was an initial turnoff, probably because the women in my family and the girls I grew up around all have thin noses. But as I was around black women more, that changed. It's a, compl it's a complimenting feature. Without it, black women start to look like white women, and I personally love variety. Smooth, round noses are so cute. I've also heard or read somewhere that's Round noses are very feminine, just like full lips, round lips. A round nose is quite feminine. But, you know, we have some black or African-American guys or men of, of any race that also have round, cute little rounded noses are very feminine because it's not edgy or curved or sharp. I read that somewhere. Those words, actually, what I'm speaking of. Culturally, I have noticed that black women tend to be more assertive than other ethnicities. For a lot of men, this is a turnoff, and I imagine that's a big reason black men chase after white women for sex, but tend to marry black women. That's, that's just a guess, though. I can't say if I really care for this feature of black women either. They're quick to anger. It's hard to just be a man around them. It's like they have a chip on their shoulder. So we have to walk on eggshells, and in the long run, that's just not fun. Now, that's what his answer was. People responded to that. I'm not going to read their response like that. This guy, he his name is Dennis. He's a white American male. He answers the question. He states, I don't know about skin color because for me, it's more about cultural reaction to me as a white male. I was raised in large part by a Jamaican woman. My parents had had children only for show and turned my raising entirely over to siblings and the maid. From her, I learned hard work, family, empathy and love so i will start out with a prejudice towards admiration and respect that being said my experience with american black women has been much less positive so he stated that he was raised partially raised by a jamaican woman that was their maid and by his siblings and that his experience was quite positive 
That being said, my experience with American black women has been much less positive. If all I knew was that I was going to meet a Northern American black woman, I would be wary about entitlement, anger, and sensitivity, speech volume, and speed, ability to listen carefully and empathetically, and ability to digest and query without reacting emotionally. I think I have the same level of warning, warning, in all caps, with exclamation mark, if I were told that I'd be meeting a fourth generation in feminist SJW. I don't know what an SJW is, what that stands for. Quite nervous about being my normal, unapologetic, irreligious self and worried that my head could be taken off at any moment. Again, I suspect this is more associated with subculture than it is with pigment. It is associated with subculture. It's class. For example, my experience with Caribbean and African women is pretty much the opposite of my experience with American black women. And I would hold a different expectation upon being informed they were from there. Okay. Also, I do not have much experience with Southern black women. I'm a black, I'm a Southern black woman. I'm from women. I'm from the South. I'm from Georgia, small town, Georgia. Also, I do not have much experience with Southern black women, but I have black in-laws in my family who live in the South. And I would guess the greater ease, slower pace, and greater latitude of Southern discourse will help make me feel much more safe. I don't know if that helps, but those would be my thoughts. Okay. That was his. That was what he stated. What do y'all feel about that? Somebody answered them. It was a black woman. Him. She states, I feel that white people like other non-American black. I feel that. She state, I feel like. I feel that white people like other non-American blacks because they can escape the judgment of past history and avoid white guilt. Quotation. But this is what she wrote. Now, let's look at that. I'm black. I'm, I'm not from another country. I'm from the United States. I don't believe in white guilt. I don't feel like anybody should be guilty for anything they didn't have a hands-on participation in doing. Even though we could say, well, due to white people's ancestral lineage, some of their lineage, because you have white people that immigrated into the United States after slavery was over. We could say due to them being white, a lot of people want to say they were able to, to acquire what white skin would allotted them or what those that ancestral lineage put into place. Because I, I know every combat that people are going to have to an argument or to a statement. I already know that. That's my spiritual gift. I know what people are going to say back. So we can say that. Now, if, if we say, well, all white people in the United States were not here, their ancestors lineage, their ancestors weren't here during the time of slavery. The combat to that statement would be that, well, because their skin is white, they are able to participate in a positive way what being white white means and what the the white whites that were here during slavery that were wealthy put into motion. Okay, that's what that combat would be. Now, is and stating that white people, American white people like um, blacks that are not American more because they can escape judgment because they will have a different rapport with those blacks because those blacks would not have been affected by what happened because their, their ancestral lineage would not have been a part of it. That's what this woman is stating. So I really don't believe in white guilt because I don't feel that anyone, if I had to be guilty over something that my ancestors did, ancestors that I don't know that I probably don't even care about 
and it was still having an effect on this day and age, I don't think I would still feel guilty about it as a black person. I want to hear about it. And I would probably laugh in your face if you brought it up. I don't even know those people is what I would state. Now, is, but if that's what they did reverberated still in this day and age. And so she thinks that that's why, why it's like Americans that are not, blacks that are not American. I have an easy rapport with them. Now, and he answered her back and stated, interesting hypothesis. I think most people prefer people who don't hate them simply for their, the color of their skin. But that's just my opinion. So his comeback was that she would be hating him for the color of his skin. And that's it. Because whatever, because the white guilt about past history, he didn't do it. It would be her associating his white skin with the ancestors of the whites that came before him that did it that could or could not be related to him blood wise depends on where his family came like that so so in all black people so they they that's an interesting conversation there so oh i don't understand what she why she's communicating why is she communicating because the one that asked the question wanted honest opinions okay he gave his and she said that she wouldn't be offended. So this this is somebody else communicating. Another black woman communicating. Because it may have touched her that him as a white man stating that his experiences with black women that are non-American have been more positive. So that struck a chord with her. And she's stating this because of the history here. Which could or could be true when you're holding people accountable for a history that they didn't take a hands-on part in, but their ancestors could have couldn't have taken a part in it. Cause all white people, their lineage still doesn't go back that far, you know. And and even white people as a group, if their lineage doesn't go that back that far, far people can look at it as they are the beneficiaries of being white. That's how a lot of black people think. I know what the combat is. Not that I agree with that, but I know what the combat is. And I partially do agree with it. I agree with it would be easier for a white person and effortless for a white person in 2021 in this day and age to have a positive rapport with a black person that is not from the United States based on the hostility that some blacks still hold about slavery. Not not all black people. And I'm from the South, so people think that I should be highly mad about slavery because I'm from Georgia. But not really. Some of us see things completely differently. That doesn't mean that we pretend that slavery didn't happen and there were it was a it was animalistic and barbaric, but we still see things differently. Like that. So, and I, I speak on a lot knowing people on an individual basis and you're going to come across that different mindset. Sometimes you're going to come across a good lot of herd mentality. And then sometimes you're going to come across a different mindset. 
I feel that it, it but see you can't everybody's not gonna have the opportunity to meet each and every person. That's impossible. We have a lot of people in the United States. You're not gonna experience and meet each of them and know them each as an individual. But you will be able to experience and meet enough of them individually to understand that they are they they can't some of them can have a diverse mentality. Some of them. And then the rest of the group thing and what and then you'll have some young and in their twenties where their parents are group thing and they'll they'll mold those children's mind and think like that also and those children themselves by that molding and condition of, of mind and limitation block their own path forward with their words, with their thoughts. Words and thoughts are magic. Words and thoughts are what magic are. It holds more magic than you think that person that you look at as having power over you holds over you. Your own words and thoughts are magic. So what are your family conditioning you into think thinking? What words are they using as they speak to you about your future and where you came from as it relates to history? Is it blocking your path or is it freeing it? Is it conditioning your thinking where your path is blocked and you're repeating what those parents taught you that are also limited? Magic. Sometimes we place the curse on our own family. Or we continue to curse. We keep the curse alive generation after generation after generation. Or your parents, or your friends, or the people that you socialize with, or the people that you support, encouraging a curse that limits and blocks and restricts you in life based on how they're training you and conditioning you to view it, or are you breaking free from the curse because you have a different mindset, though you're not stating history wasn't what it was. I don't know how we got there, but our mouths, what people speak towards us, in our own mouths, what we speak out, curses, is the curse. So for example, if my mother told me, well, my mother would be a good example because she's mixed race. If my dad told me he was African-American, which he's never told me this. If he would have told me growing up, you're black. This is what happened to black people in history. Be wary of this. This is what's going to happen to you. They don't want to see you. They don't want to see you succeed. They hate seeing you succeed. They want to block you. They want to see you. He's cursing me. He's putting a curse on me. He's feeding energy into the curse of what the ancestral lineage went through. And my life will be revolve around that curse. I'll have blockages. I'll be in life expecting that, and it will manifest in my life. I'll encounter people that do that, that curse that he set up, or that curse that he added energy to, that he stoked the embers of, that will follow me. Instead of him saying, this is what history was. The baton is yours. Do well with it. You're backed up. You're supported. You can be whatever you choose to be. Through your own hard work, energy, and effort. Through your own mindset. Through your own courage. That's not. That's a different type of curse. <laughs> that's a different type of curse. I don't know how we got here. Now, this one states... Obviously, black women are people, and people are just individuals who have different thoughts and charms. 
I don't generalize a group of black women, but regarding black culture and black history, I think that there's been too much pain and suffering in their history. They've been suppressed for most of America's history, and I strongly believe that much of America's current success was literally built off the African-Americans' backs. That's what this person states. Now, I don't know who this person is, but I pick up energy. That's also cursing black Americans. Black Americans curse black Americans more. And then you have white Americans that curse them also when they state things like subjugation, oppressed. They're the most oppressed. They're the pain. They keep that alive. They stoke the embers. And when it's dying out, they stoke it and be the reminder. And it brings it back. And it curses the next generation. Could a mindset begins to become of those that read and hear that? Yeah, we were all oppressed. Our ancestors were oppressed. Our ancestors were oppressed. We're oppressed now. Yeah, we're it's, it's cursing. It's a curse. It's energy. You know, this person states, her name is Christy. I have a very limited number of black female friends. Most of my friends of color are guys. I'll be completely honest. I used to tread lightly when meeting black women because I didn't know how they were going to treat me. My friends growing up never acted like that, but if they took me to their cousin's house, I knew there was going to be them, hmm, why are you bringing the white bitch? I would just kind of hang back until my friend would smooth things over and then just kind of slowly relax into being myself once I knew I was gonna, wasn't going to have to fight. Around the time I hit 25, I quit caring about them liking me or not. I'm not the problem, so F it, but she writes the F-U-C-K. I'm going to do me, and we'll go from there. The last negative experiences were when I was working in the prison. Most of the guards were black females, and they were rude, trashy, B-I-T-C-H-E-S. Okay. Not all, obviously. I had many positive interactions. However, the majority of the interactions were unprofessional. Luckily, I didn't work for the prison and wasn't working with them directly on a daily basis. I found that the 20-somethings, those in the age in their 20s, didn't have a problem with me. It seemed to be the 40-plus club that was just miserable that I was in their presence. Now I kind of get it to a point. I'm sure they've had their share of negative, negative interactions with white folks, but I'm, friend, I'm, I'm as friendly as hell. I didn't give them any reason to be shitty. I can only chalk it up to me being white. So so she is chalking up that the way that they treated her to be a white, the way that some black people chalk up the way that they're being treated by white people is because they're black. Okay. On another note, I feel like no group has been more oppressed and mistreated than black women. Now, we've said that enough. Black people know that. They know that more than anything. They live by it, that statement. So let's stop with the cursing. Or the, the, the stoking the fires of the curse that keeps the curse alive. Let's say that in 2021, being oppressed is a choice. And see what that brings into people's life. See if that changes people's mindset. Just a thought. Who am I? Who am I? Now. Okay. 
I know what I've dealt with as a white woman. And that doesn't, saying that doesn't mean, well, then they're going to forget the history of how black, black people were treated. No, well, well, if you want to be seen in a different light, some history is going to have to be forgotten or it's going to have to be looked at as, is history already done? Now, I know what I've dealt with as a white woman. I just feel like all women need to stick together. We've got a better chance of making it in this world if we look out for each other. That's what she states. Now, this person, her name is Lisa. She states, I admire black women. They're raised to not take shit from anyone. I wish I was like that, but I'm not. I also admire the awesome things they can do with their hair and how their scalps coordinate so well with their hair. I'm about as pale as snow. My hair is thin, fine, and gutless, and, I, and my scalp makes snow look dirty. Ugh, I would love to have cornrows, but I would love look ridiculous because my hair is still somewhat dark, definitely darker than my scalp. I also love to admire how beautiful black women are. I also recognize that they have a much harder time with this society than I do, which makes me angry at society. Black women are not second class. They're just as worthwhile as anyone else and shouldn't be treated like some kind of minority. They're just as equal as anyone. I feel embarrassed about being a white woman sometimes because of the history of white people with respect to black people. But I, I still like a lot of women of color. I think you're amazing and I appreciate you all. I hope you don't mind me being white, but I really love learning about your lives and culture, no matter what the culture is. My culture is American broke, middle-class white, but learning about how black people live anywhere in the world is always interesting to me. Black American women are interesting to me because I get to see how alike we are and how, how much is different. Mostly I think we're more alike than different. It's how we were raised that it's different. Mostly I want black women to know that I accept them for who they are. They don't have to try to look white or behave like white people. They just need to behave like adults, LOL. And I like, and I like you until you act like a rude or mean person to me or people who matter to me, but that has nothing to do with color. Now, I, a lot of black women are going to like this. Now, I don't like it. I like some of it. I don't like the part where she's putting herself down. I hope you don't mind me being white and, and putting herself down. You don't have to put yourself down to boost anyone up. And anybody that likes you putting yourself down or expect you to put yourself down or apologize for who you are, that makes them feel good and boosting them up at the same time, that, that's the piece of shit. So a part of that comment was an embarrassment. And then a part of it was positive like that. Now, somebody answered this in this group of black women. Great answer. She loved it. She loved that because it was boosting up black women, but it was putting down her as a white woman. You know, all of the answers are great answers. All of the answers, even the ones that state negative things towards black women, know why they're great? Because they're honest to the person that is speaking. To their experience, because that's what the writer asked for. Never put yourself down in order to boost someone up. You like your own hair. You state that your own hair, white hair is beautiful. Your own white skin is beautiful. I'm not going to apologize for being white. 
and black people, women's hair is beautiful. They shouldn't apologize for being black. That's the way life should be. Somebody answer her and said, you should not feel ashamed of who you are for someone else's past mistakes. If my dad was a serial killer, that would be him, not me. I wouldn't feel ashamed to be who I am because of his mistakes. Because that that's right. And then somebody says, I don't even know how to take this comment seriously. Or what the initial comment wrote about admiring black women. I think it should be taken seriously because it's honest to who, what she was stating. But I feel that they're putting oneself down to boost someone else up. Like that's taking a little bit too far. Like that's taking a little bit too far. Whoever likes that, that people do that, I'm going to kneel and bow down to you and and state all my horrible things to boost you up. Mm -mm. I would state I love my straight hair that's bouncing curly by using shampoo in the right conditioner and find the right style, but I also love black women's hair and the different styles that they can make. Like that. We are who we are. We are who we were born as, and we didn't have a choice in that. Like that. A guy answered. His name is Ron. So then let me do the arithmetic. Number one, you're down. Number two, you see a cool factor, a strength. And number three, and you prefer to see mature adult behavior. This is what sisters have been seeking in men forever. Okay. That's what his answer to her comment. So... And somebody states cornrows can look lovely when contrasted with a lighter scalp. Don't sell yourself short. Now, and then another black woman said, thank you. I, I like you too. And that was very kind of you to say, I'm sure you and your hair look gorgeous. I like you too. That's, that's positive to say. That when somebody's complimenting you and they're bringing themselves down in order to do that, you, you bring them back up and say, no, because that's not the right way. That's not a good compliment. That's not a good compliment, but I understand what she was the point she was trying to get across. That's not good, but it's yeah, I understand. Now this person states. I'm going to limit my answer to include only black women in the United States. I found black women in other countries to be entirely different. Well, that's because those black women haven't had the same history. Or don't come from the same ancestral lineage. Or because they, they, the thought processes of the black women that you run across in the United States could be different. It depends on how they were raised. What they were raised to believe about themselves, how they were raised, how their family is how their friends are, what what their family's teaching them as it relates to their now new opportunity for future. Are they still conditioning them into what happened and that's what you can expect and look at it. I'm going to point out things in life that promotes that you can expect the same thing from the world and then they wonder why their children don't aspire or make any things out of their life. Could they continue to curse? They continue to curse. The sweetest woman I've known was Miss Johnson, and she lived on my street when I was growing up. She was an elderly black lady from Alabama and spoke with a thick southern accent. She also knew 
everyone on the block and every kid knew her. She was nice to me, nicer to me than my own grandparents. She loved us and we loved her. She should be, she should be made a saint. Other black women I have met in work and some and elsewhere have ranged from very kind to very angry. The majority have been very angry and quick to pick a fight. Here's a few things I see frequently. Black mothers screaming obscenities at their children in public. I didn't know motherfucker was a pet name. Black mothers spanking their children and throwing them around in public. Black women on the phone in the checkout line in a loud, heated conversation with no concern for holding up the line. Okay. If you point out they are holding up the line, whether they'll apologize, then you're likely going to be verbally assaulted. I've never seen any one of these types of black ladies apologize for being rude. Black women in customer service positions, yes, I could recognize they are black over the phone as well. Turn every conversation into an argument. I have a legitimate problem that I'm looking to have addressed. I already told you I don't have to do anything. I hate to admit it, but if I call a customer service line and a black woman answers, I hang up and try again. And I, if I've been on hold for 20 minutes, I know, I know I'll say, I know something in time in the end. Okay. I actually feel terrible about writing this, but it's entirely factually accurate. Also, Halle Berry's study. So this has been this person's experience. Now, I'm going to talk about this for a bit because this isn't about, this shouldn't be these characteristics that he, this person has seen, he or she, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. They're anonymous. It could be, it's about class. It's about class. It's about social class. It's subculture. They're, believe it or not, within, for black people, we also have social class, subculture. Just like white people have white trash, okay. And we, as black people, can look, black people can look, and, and see white people of a, a subculture doing things that are similar to what is spoken here. Now, that doesn't mean that he, this person hasn't seen it, he or she, and it hasn't happened. I'm just making the distinction that, as I state a lot, a lot of things are about class and not about race. How I look at people based on class, not about race. So this class of black people that this person encountered and saw these things happening with were of a specific class and not should be assigned, not be assigned to the race itself. Just like with white people, it can sometimes be things with class and not be assigned to the race itself also. And then we have people that are saying, well, they're angry because of what happened to their ancestors. So they're in the line at, at Walmart angry and holding up the line and cussing out their children because their ancestors were slaves. That's what somebody said that they're well, they could be angry because of the history they have. So they're they're cussing out their children and holding up the line at Walmart because their ancestors were slaves. So black women didn't like this, even though the, the person that initially made the question said, I'm not going to get offended. Tell me your true experience, how you really feel. But they loved it when the, the, the 
white woman was putting herself down to make them feel good. That's that's stupid. If somebody is asking for a true experience and they're saying, I don't care how you're offended, and then people say the truth, you can't get mad. Cause that was that person's true experience based on the people. Black black people ask that and like they're a pack of hot dogs of Vienna sauces that come in a group. These are the experiences they had individually with specific black people that are true. That are true. The person isn't saying this is true about all black people. Black people need to start looking at themselves as individuals so that the world can also. And not huffing and puffing when somebody's telling you about their own personal black experience with a black person. But they're being happy when they talk about their personal experience with a black person. That black person was nice and kind. That doesn't mean that the rest of you all are nice and kind. Or the rest of it means that that specific one was nice and kind. Just like if they said well, that specific one was shit. It doesn't mean that all of you are shit. It means that that specific one was. Other experience with this, that, and the other. Stop fighting against being looked at as an individual. You're not a pack of baloney. You're not a pack of vienna sauce. You're not a pack of hot dogs. You don't come in a group. You come as one. You come as one. You know, this one stays as long as they aren't hostile to me for my whiteness and for me being a pretty blonde woman in quotation marks, I don't care about the color. On the other hand, I've had about 10 babysitters over, over the time of being a single mother, three were black. Two of them stole from me and then stopped answering phone calls. One didn't show up when she promised I had to stay home from a very important event and then stopped answering phone calls. I also had white, Mexican, and Japanese sitters, no problem whatsoever with any of them. So black women do better, this person states. That said, I have friends who are black women from the Caribbean, first generation Americans, and they are just like me. No difference in character, reliable, and they could not care less about anyone's color, including mine. They also have no self-esteem issues. They know they are pretty, just like I know that I am. American black women, seriously get over your problems with everything and stop seeing yourself as disadvantaged. Stop with the attitude that's still in jury. All the three pieces that I had from a white single mother who can barely make ends meet is okay just because she is white. Stop with the attitude that littering on the street is okay just because you are black. Stop hating white women who date black men. Go date white men. We don't care. We know we'll, we know we'll always have enough men to date of any color. So with my black Caribbean girlfriends who are happy with who they are. So with my black Caribbean girls who are happy with who they are. Okay. Now that was kind of from an emotional standpoint because of her experience with the Now I talked about a, and remember that writer wanted honest opinions, honest experiences. Not opinions, she wanted honest experience. These people are talking about their experience. I talked about three years ago how I got, uh, how I, how, okay, in Mexico, I told you all about, and in the United States, how 
the Mexican women that were around me stole from me. If and I told you all this, if she felt that it was okay to steal from me, this is what her this is what her reply was for stealing. Well, she has a lot of them that because I had a lot of something, it was okay for her to steal it. Not understanding that I had a lot of them because I had paid money for all of them. I told you all about this three years ago. And all of them, that every Mexican woman that I've been around personally, up close and personal, has stole from me. Do I think all Mexican women are thieves? Hell no. I think that all of the ones, well, I know that all the ones that have been up close and personal in my house have stole from me. I don't care what other Mexican women say. I don't care what other Mexican people say. I know that the ones that have been up close and personal in my house have stole from me. They've been caught doing it. Do I judge each one of them based on that? No, I don't. Because I told you all a couple of weeks ago that I'm going to start hiring them back to work in-house. And I still was hiring them after that. And some of them were not doing a great job. I talked about that on the podcast two years ago. But I kept giving them opportunities. Like that. Now, this is my opinion as a mixed race woman. Black American women in general are not very friendly towards mixed race women. I don't know where this person is. Even This was not about that. Her name is Lisa. They learned from, I've already talked about mixed race women. I myself am multiracial. I already talked about that last week, and it was pretty intense. Now, black American women in general are not very friendly towards mixed race women. They learn from an early age to hate them. I have three daughters, and I can't imagine teaching my infants out. Teaching my infants out of my womb to hate other people. I've experienced hatred as a young child, being hit, teased, tricked, and disliked, all because my choice of choices my parents made to get together. Okay. As an adult, not much has changed, so I tend to avoid black American women. I avoid them as an adult because they dislike, display, act dislike for me because they assume I have a privileged life and I'm not hard enough for them. So she, so she feels that black women feel that wants her to be harder and be the stereotypical black woman, how black women are described. Okay. Okay. I felt on the channel that they want to beat me to, to like, be representing them and speak negatively or speak in the same mindset that they have about they, about white and black issues. That's what I what, that's what I got from email. Now, but no, everybody, people think different than you. People raised different. Or people have their own mind despite how they were raised also. It's different. I don't like to gossip, and I believe, and I believe in treating others as I would like to be treated. They assume I don't like them without ever giving me a chance to see that I don't think like that at all. West Indian and African women of color embrace me. They are so nice and accepting of me. They treat me like a human. I love these women of color. My own personal opinion of American black women are that they are deceived by lies. So many lies. It would do them a world of good to do research, let go of some of the anger of their upbringing, and become nicer people. I assume the anger that black American women have, from my observation, comes from growing up in a one-parent household and being impoverished and being abused when left alone or with the wrong people when they were younger. All the women that I have met who had two parents did not display the same amount of anger I see coming from black people of one-parent households. This led me to understand the importance of having children with, within a marriage and valuing marriage. The world is not as bad as they make it out to be. Your choices determine your future. 
I say this because I am the product of a one-parent household. My mother was not black. As an adult, I have been married over 30 years and have three daughters. Okay, now this, I'm going to leave it with this. So this, so this is my question. Do you all feel that if, if people are saying that they have positive experiences with black women or black people that are from other countries, in the negative experience are mostly coming from American black people. Are those people racist? They can't be if they're talking about the positive experience with the people from other countries, even though we can say, well, the black people here are conditioned by their history. And that could be why the, the experiences are different and are seen as negative. And also the, the, the point that she made about black women and about being raised in one parent households and, and, that could be a part of what their issue is. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. So that's new to me, and that's food for thought. And because they they have some of them, some of them, not all black people, some of them have issues. The ones that are angry have issues with mixed race people, and they have issues with white people, people that are not black. So So a deeper look that is different in the past needs to be looked into why. And it doesn't need to be people that are looking don't need to be the one that keep the magic going and the curse going by saying, well, it was because they were oppressed. And then that's the answer. And then they feed oppression and the next generation is oppressed and cursed also. It needs to be looked at by different people that look differently. Is what it is. Now, this is what I think. I think that this is what my statement has always been. That black women, black people in general, but her question, this is what her question was. What are your honest opinions on black women? People didn't give her their opinions. They gave her their experience. Experience is more valued than a value than opinion. This could be sexually or just socially, she states. I'm a black woman, but I don't want you to hold back. I won't be offended. I feel that you can't give a opinion on black on people, black people included, black women included, because they're individuals and they're not. They don't. I have the same brain and they don't think the same. And they're not all doing the same thing. You only can give an opinion. On a group of people, if they decided that they are doing the same thing, they are of one mind, and they come as a package deal, then you can give your overall opinion of the group. I would prefer to look at people on a case by case basis, and sometimes when you do that, you can have enough of the same thing happening where you can kind of form an opinion, but your opinion will be formed based on experience. I think within any people, gender, race, country, origin, you had a good and a bad. And you decide that based on your individual experience with them. When people force you to look at them as a group and not individually, abide by their wishes. And they can't, they can't complain against it. 